1: How can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ if you favor some people over others? For example, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in dirty clothes. If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can stand over there or else sit on the floor. Well, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? Listen to me, dear brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith? Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But you dishonor the poor. Isn't it the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? Aren't they the ones who slander Jesus Christ, whose noble name you bear? Yes, indeed. It is good when you obey the royal law as found in scripture. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin. You are guilty of breaking the law. For the person who keeps all of the laws, except one, is as guilty as the person who has broken all of God's laws. For the same God who said, You must not commit adultery, also said, You must not murder. So if you murder someone but do not commit adultery, you have still broken the law. So whatever you say... Or whatever you do, remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when He judges you.
0: That was our New Testament reading for today. To learn more and better understand these daily Bible readings, join us for Worship at Hope on Weekends, where we'll preach on the assigned readings from the previous week, and tune into my weekly podcast, Pastor Mike Drop Live, for a more in depth discussion the passages from scripture that we're reading. Our goal isn't just that you know what the Bible says, but that you'll learn to live it out in daily life. With that in mind, let's continue now with today's Old Testament reading.
2: Jeremiah chapter 21. The Lord spoke through Jeremiah when King Zedekiah sent Pashur, son of Melchijah, and Zephaniah, son of Maaseiah the priest, to speak with him. They begged Jeremiah, Please speak to the Lord for us and ask Him to help us. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon is attacking Judah. Perhaps the Lord will be gracious and do a mighty miracle as He has done in the past. Perhaps He will force Nebuchadnezzar to withdraw his armies. Jeremiah replied, Go back to King Zedekiah and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I will make your weapons useless against the king of Babylon and the Babylonians who are outside your walls attacking you. In fact, I will bring your enemies right into the heart of this city. I myself will fight against you with a strong hand and a powerful arm, for I am very angry. You have made me furious. I will send a terrible plague upon this city and both people and animals will die. And after all that, says the Lord, I will hand over King Zedekiah, his staff, and everyone else in this city who survives the disease, war, and famine. I will hand them over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and to their other enemies. He will slaughter them and show them no mercy, pity, or compassion. Tell all the people this is what the Lord says. Take your choice of life or death. Everyone who stays in Jerusalem will die from war, famine, or disease, but those who go out and surrender to the Babylonians will live. Their reward will be life. For I have decided to bring disaster and not good upon this city, says the Lord. It will be handed over to the king of Babylon, and he will reduce it to ashes. Say to the royal family of Judah, Listen to this message from the Lord. This is what the Lord says to the dynasty of David. Give justice each morning to the people you judge. Help those who have been robbed. Rescue them from their oppressors. Otherwise, my anger will burn like an unquenchable fire because of all your sins. I will personally fight against the people in Jerusalem, that mighty fortress. The people who boast, no one can touch us here. No one can break in here. And I myself will punish you for your sinfulness, says the Lord. I will light a fire in your forest that will burn up everything around you. Jeremiah chapter 22. This is what the Lord said to me. Go over and speak directly to the king of Judah. Say to him, Listen to this message from the Lord, you king of Judah, sitting on David's throne. Let your attendants and your people listen too. This is what the Lord says. Be fair-minded and just. Do what is right. Help those who have been robbed. Rescue them from their oppressors. Quit your evil deeds. Do not mistreat foreigners, orphans, and widows. Stop murdering the innocent. If you obey me, there will always be a descendant of David sitting on the throne here in Jerusalem. The king will ride through the palace gates in chariots and on horses with his parade of attendants and subjects. But if you refuse to pay attention to this warning, I swear by my own name, says the Lord, that this palace will become a pile of rubble. Now this is what the Lord says concerning Judah's royal palace. I love you as much as fruitful Gilead and the green forests of Lebanon." but I will turn you into a desert with no one living within your walls. I will call the wreckers who will bring out their tools to dismantle you. They will tear out all your fine cedar beams and throw them on the fire. People from many nations will pass by the ruins of this city and say to one another, why did the Lord destroy such a great city? And the answer will be, because they violated their covenant with the Lord their God by worshiping other gods. Do not weep for the dead king or mourn his loss. Instead, weep for the captive king being led away, for he will never return to see his native land again. For this is what the Lord says about Jehoahaz, who succeeded his father, King Josiah, and was taken away as a captive. He will never return. He will die in a distant land and will never again see his own country. And the Lord says, What sorrow awaits Jehoiakim, who builds his palace with forced labor? He builds injustice into its walls, for he makes his neighbors work for nothing. He does not pay them for their labor. He says, I will build a magnificent palace with huge rooms and many windows. I will panel it throughout with fragrant cedar and paint it a lovely red. But a beautiful cedar palace does not make a great king. Your father Josiah also had plenty to eat and drink, but he was just and right in all his dealings. That is why God blessed him. He gave justice and help to the poor and needy, and everything went well for him. Isn't that what it means to know me, says the Lord? But you, you have eyes only for greed and dishonesty. You murder the innocent, oppress the poor, and reign ruthlessly. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim, son of King Josiah. The people will not mourn for him, crying to one another, Alas, my brother, alas, my sister. His subjects will not mourn for him, crying, Alas, my master is dead, alas, his splendor is gone. He will be buried like a dead donkey, dragged out of Jerusalem and dumped outside the gates. Weep for your allies in Lebanon. Shout for them in Bashan. Search for them in the regions east of the river. See, they are all destroyed. Not one is left to help you. I warned you when you were prosperous, but you replied, don't bother me. You have been that way since childhood. You simply will not obey me. And now the wind will blow away your allies. All your friends will be taken away as captives. Surely then you will see your wickedness and be ashamed. It may be nice to live in a beautiful palace, paneled with wood from the cedars of Lebanon, but soon you will groan with pangs of anguish, anguish like that of a woman in labor. As surely as I live, says the Lord, I will abandon you, Jehoiakim, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah. Even if you were the signet ring on my right hand, I would pull you off. I will hand you over to those who seek to kill you, those you so desperately fear, to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and the mighty Babylonian army. I will expel you and your mother from this land and you will die in a foreign country, not in your native land. You will never again return to the land you yearn for. Why is this man Jehoiakim like a discarded broken jar? Why are he and his children to be exiled to a foreign land? O earth, 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 listen to this message from the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Let the record show that this man Jehoiakim was childless. He is a failure, for none of his children will succeed him on the throne of David to rule over Judah. Jeremiah chapter 23. What sorrow awaits the leaders of my people, the shepherds of my sheep? For they have destroyed and scattered the very ones they were expected to care for, says the Lord. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to these shepherds. Instead of caring for my flock and leading them to safety, you have deserted them and driven them to destruction. Now I will pour out judgment on you for the evil you have done to them. But I will gather together the remnant of my flock from the countries where I have driven them. I will bring them back to their own sheepfold, and they will be fruitful and increase in number. Then I will appoint responsible shepherds who will care for them, and they will never be afraid again. Not a single one will be lost or missing. I, the Lord, have spoken. For the time is coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up a righteous descendant from King David's line. He will be a king who rules with wisdom. He will do what is just and right throughout the land and this will be his name. The Lord is our righteousness. In that day, Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. In that day, says the Lord, when people are taking an oath, they will no longer say, As surely as the Lord lives who rescued the people of Israel from the land of Egypt. Instead, they will say, As surely as the Lord lives, who brought the people of Israel back to their own land from the land of the north and from all the countries to which he had exiled them, then they will live in their own land. My heart is broken because of the false prophets and my bones tremble. I stagger like a drunkard, like someone overcome by wine because of the holy words the Lord has spoken against them. For the land is full of adultery and it lies under a curse. The land itself is in mourning, its wilderness pastures are dried up, for they all do evil and abuse what power they have. Even the priests and prophets are ungodly wicked men. I have seen their despicable acts right here in my own temple, says the Lord. Therefore, the paths they take will become slippery. They will be chased through the dark and there they will fall, for I will bring disaster upon them at the time fixed for their punishment I, the Lord, have spoken. I saw that the prophets of Samaria were terribly evil, for they prophesied in the name of Baal and led my people of Israel into sin. But now I see that the prophets of Jerusalem are even worse. They commit adultery and love dishonesty. They encourage those who are doing evil so that no one turns away from their sins. These prophets are as wicked as the people of Sodom and Gomorrah once were. Therefore, this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says concerning the prophets. I will feed them with bitterness and give them poison to drink, for it is because of Jerusalem's prophets that wickedness has filled this land. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says to His people. Do not listen to these prophets when they prophesy to you, filling you with futile hopes. They are making up everything they say. They do not speak for the Lord." They keep saying to those who despise my word, don't worry, the Lord says you will have peace. And to those who stubbornly follow their own desires, they say, no harm will come your way. Have any of these prophets been in the Lord's presence to hear what he is really saying? Has any one of them cared enough to listen? Look, the Lord's anger bursts out like a storm, a whirlwind that swirls down on the heads of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not diminish until it has finished all he has planned. In the days to come, you will understand all this very clearly. I have not sent these prophets, yet they run around claiming to speak for me. I have given them no message, yet they go on prophesying. If they had stood before me and listened to me, they would have spoken my words, and they would have turned my people from their evil ways and deeds. Am I a God who is only close at hand, says the Lord? No, I am far away at the same time. Can anyone hide from me in a secret place? Am I not everywhere in all the heavens and earth, says the Lord? I have heard these prophets say, listen to the dream I had from the Lord last night, and then they proceed to tell lies in my name. How long will this go on? If they are prophets, they are prophets of deceit inventing everything they say. By telling these false dreams, they are trying to get my people to forget me, just as their ancestors did by worshiping the idols of Baal. Let these false prophets tell their dreams, but let my true messengers faithfully proclaim my every word. There is a difference between straw and grain. Does not my word burn like fire, says the Lord? Is it not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock to pieces? Therefore, says the Lord, I am against these prophets who steal messages from each other and claim they are from me. I am against these smooth-tongued prophets who say, This prophecy is from the Lord. I am against these false prophets. Their imaginary dreams are flagrant lies that lead my people into sin. I did not send or appoint them, and they have no message at all for my people. I, the Lord, have spoken. Suppose one of the people or one of the prophets or priests ask you, what prophecy has the Lord burdened you with now? You must reply, you are the burden. The Lord says he will abandon you. If any prophet, priest or anyone else says, I have a prophecy from the Lord, I will punish that person along with his entire family. You should keep asking each other, what is the Lord's answer or what is the Lord saying? But stop using this phrase, prophecy from the Lord, for people are using it to give authority to their own ideas, turning upside down the words of our God, the living God, the Lord of heaven's armies. This is what you should say to the prophets. What is the Lord's answer, or what is the Lord saying? But suppose they respond, this is a prophecy from the Lord. Then you should say, this is what the Lord says, Because you have used this phrase, prophecy from the Lord, even though I warned you not to use it, I will forget you completely. I will expel you from my presence along with this city that I gave to you and your ancestors. And I will make you an object of ridicule, and your name will be infamous throughout the ages.
0: That concludes today's readings. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this journey with us through the whole Holy Bible in a year. To more easily find this daily Bible reading podcast, hit the subscribe button. On behalf of all our Bible readers and the whole podcast crew here at Hope, I'm Mike Householder. Tune in again tomorrow, and I hope to see you at Hope for Worship This Weekend.